Welcome to Choice Classic Radio, where we bring to you the greatest old-time radio shows. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and thank you for donating at choiceclassicradio.com. Boston Blackie, enemy to those who make him an enemy, friend to those who have no friend. Some special job we're on, huh, Harry? Well, this motorcycle of ours is itching to get after a killer. Well, we got his license number. City police report he's heading this way. All we've got to do is nab him as he comes by. Our boy's driving a coupe. Name's Vale, John Vale. Some guy in his trucking company told the cops he had a fight over the phone with his partner. The partner is missing, so is Vale's car, so... So we park here and see if the tip that Vale's heading this way was McCoy. Right, here comes a character who's practically insulting us. He's going 60 easy. Bob, that's a coupe. One guy in it. Yeah. License is one three. Bob, that's our man. Let's go. Yeah. Hold on tight on that side, sir. Okay. All right. I'll get the siren all the way. You ought to be able to hear that. Yep. We've got him, Bob. I'll cut the bottom. Maybe I can flag him down. Hey, you! You in that car! Pull up there! Pull up! He's on it, Bob. Yeah. All right. Come on, let's take him. All right. All right, you in the car, don't move. Take a look at the back of his car, Harry. I'll handle him up front. Okay, Bob. Well, Johnny, you were going pretty fast. Your name Vale, John Vale? Yes, officer. It's here, Bob. I found it. The trunk compartment, back of the car. Okay, Harry. All right, Vale, get out. 
get out. What for? Come on, get out. All right, all right, I'm getting out. But why the gun? Tell him what you found, Harry. Sure, I'll tell him. If he didn't know, I found the murdered body of your partner. What? A man named Irwin Cobb. All facts in your trunk compartment. Well, I didn't kill him. Why should I kill my partner? Buddy, we don't go prying into your private life. Only from now on, believe me, you aren't going to have any. Oh, just, just feel this means so, Danny. Just feel it. What good's that going to do? Normie, feel in the coat. That's all I got to do, oh, feel in the coat. Oh, that's you promised me, though. A nice I know. Coat, you I, promised. Sure, sure, I promise. Well, then buy it. That's all. Just like that, buy it. Any idea what this thing costs? Oh, what's the difference if I want the it? The difference is I ain't got no $5,000 to throw oh, away. Danny. In fact, honey, getting down to plain facts, I ain't got no $5,000. But you promised. I know I promised. Now, look, as soon as I see Mr. Roberts again, maybe we'll be able to handle the coat. Ah, I love a boy. No, pardon me, but uh, is there something I can do for you, too? <laughs> Lady, right now we're doing pretty good for us. So we'll, we'll leave you know when we want you, huh? Very well. I'll be here. Yeah. Fine time. That Dana be interrupting us. Huh? Yeah. Uh, Danny, when do I get the coat? Oh, no, you've got a one coat mine. Soon, <laughs> like I told you. Oh. Now, listen, when I see Mr. Roberts, I'll get the money. You'll get the coat. Gee, a I always wanted a man. <laughs> well, what's so funny? <laughs> you always wanted a mink, but it takes a skunk like me to get it for you. Excuse me, Inspector Faraday, but Blackie's outside. Well, let him stay there, Matthews. I don't know a better place for him. What's he doing here, anyhow? Well, you know that uh, John Vail, those upstate cops picked up, yeah. that guy who keeps insisting he didn't kill his partner? Yeah. Well, he didn't call any lawyer. He called Blackie. Yeah, he would. Yeah, and Blackie says he wants to see you. Well, go out and tell him we don't want any. Tell him. Don't tell him, Barry. Mm. That's so much more practice. Blackie, don't I have enough trouble without you? Don't you know? Besides, I'm no trouble anymore, Faraday. I can feed myself, dress myself. I can eat. Blackie, are you going to get out of here? Yeah, I want to see Vale, Inspector, if you don't mind. He's a friend of mine. He called me to come down here. Yeah, well, what do I have to do to get you out? Blast? Uh, I'm tired of your nonsense. You're tired? Well, so go to sleep. Nobody around here will notice any difference. <laughs> Shut up, Matthews. I didn't say a word, Inspector. Well, you're liable to. Oh, no, Inspector. Now, Blackie, you're not seeing Vale. That's definite. And you're not going to work on this case. That's definite, too. That means you're going to find the real murder, Faraday? Who else? No, I'm sorry. That's so indefinite. <laughs> You're going to get it. The biggest one in town. You sure are taking your time getting it for me. What are you doing, raising the minks yourself? <laughs> I, I would, Normie, only I don't know any minks to start with. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, now, listen. You know I did a job tonight with Mr. Roberts, and it's going to be... It, it won't be long. Now, plenty of dough in this one. Oh, you didn't kill anybody. Me? Oh, I never use no gun, baby. I'm scared of guns. Oh. I just went with Mr. Roberts on a job. Helped them set up a frame on some guy named Vail. Uh, Your fur coat's as good as on you right now. Funny, I don't feel any warmer. Oh, now, look, the minute I get that door... Uh-oh. The boss wants me, Norm. I'll see you later. All right. So long. 
Tyler, what's the uh, idea? Hiya, Mr. Roberts. I, I didn't hear you come in. I heard what you were saying on that telephone. Oh, that was to my girl. Anything I said to her don't count. No? Nah. All she cares about is a mink coat, I promised her. That's all on it. Tyler, I took you on the job where I shot that truck owner for one reason. Yeah. You're ugly looking and you're tough. I thought you could scare him. Look, could I help it if I wasn't ugly enough and you had to kill him? No. But you're not to talk about it to anybody. Well, I'm not. I had a good reason for killing Cobb. I called the police. They picked up his partner. Now he's framed like a guy was never framed in his life. And you've got to shut up. You're oh, not to man. talk to anybody. Do you understand? Not even to my girl. Not even to yourself. Uh, Just to show you I mean what I say. Hey, cut that out. Oh, you are getting a break. You're lucky I don't kill you. Now, get up on your feet. You're supposed to know what to do with the safe. I know all I want about. you to get out of that trucking office. There's money in that safe. Money that belongs to me. Yeah, I want that dough. I couldn't take the time to get it when I killed Cobb. First he clips me, then he, he sends me out somewhere. If Norma didn't want that mink coat. What? Nothing. Nothing, Mr. Roberts. I'll get down to the trucking office. You'll get what you want, and nobody will even know I was there. Thinking, Blackie? If you can call it that, Mary. Faraday wouldn't let me see Vale, and I've got to find out who killed his partner, Cobb, the hard way. By checking back at the trucking company offices. Which means, of course, that you don't think Vale is guilty, despite the body in his car. That's right. I know Vale pretty well, Mary. He wouldn't kill anybody. No. And he was awfully sincere when he called me from headquarters before they locked him up. You say you know Vale. Did you know Cobb, too? No. Mary, Vale told me on the telephone that he'd left his car outside the office last night, and then picked it up, and was driving it upstate when he was picked up. A likely story. Mary, please don't be on Faraday's Well, side. it's it's so... I know Johnny Vale. I know him. I've known him ever since he was a truckman. He didn't kill Cobb. Maybe something in the company's safe will help me find out who did. Place is closed for the day. And here we are, so let's go on in, Mary. Uh-huh. All right. There we are. There you are. <clears throat> Now, there we are. Oh. Right, let's have a little look hey, around. Hey, Rocky, look. Look in the office window. I think I just saw flames. You think you did? I know you did. Come on. Hey, where's the nearest firebox? On the corner? Never somewhere? mind that. Never mind that. It doesn't look like much of a fire oh, anyway. I don't know. Maybe we can put it out. How? How can we ever get in the office? Through a window. If we oh. have to, but there's no private door here. Hurry up, uh, maybe. we got one break anyway. It's not locked. Come on. Okay, I'm coming. Blackie, yeah, you're right. The fire's not big at all. No, but it would have been a first-class blaze in a few minutes. Well, I can believe it. Fire extinguisher on the wall here. There. All right, pull the lever. Hurry up, there's the case. There it is. This little blaze is already as good as that. Yeah, well, I'll open the window and let some of the smoke out, too. Yeah, it's a good idea. <laughs> the fire's really going out fast, Blackie. Maybe you should have been a fireman, huh? Maybe I ought to be wondering about who set this fire. It's done recently, you know that. In the past ten minutes, so this place would have been destroyed by now. What about the safe, Blackie? That's what we came up here to look at, isn't it? Well, take a look at it, Mary. Yeah, will you? There it is, over in the corner. It's been open. <laughs> Chances are this fire was started to cover that up. You mean there was something in the safe that would have uh, led to the real murder of Mr. Cobb? Probably. <laughs> but with that fire, all the ideas I had just went up in smoke. <laughs> And now, back to Boston Blackies. Irwin Cobb, in the trucking business with John Vale, is found murdered. 
in the back of Vale's car. Boston Blackie gets into the case when Vale calls him. But so far, all he's been able to uncover is a fire in the trucking office. After putting out the fire, Blackie sends his girlfriend, Mary Wesley, home while he goes out in the neighborhood of the garage to try to find a lead to the man who set the fire. As we return to our story, Inspector Faraday visits the trucking company in the garage. Number one truck, come on, let's get this thing moving. We haven't got all day. Take it away, one. Okay. Uh, you're Joe Myers, aren't you? That's right. Hey, move it, number three. Number eight, get ready to go. And what can I do for you? I'm Faraday of Homicide. There was a fire in your office last night, huh? Yeah, I know. Somebody started it, somebody put it out. Everything that was in the safe is gone. Well, what's your job here? I was kind of like the assistant, both to Cobb and Vale. Yeah. Trying to keep things moving while Mr. Vale's in the clink. Oh, you're the one that told the police that uh, Cobb and Vale had a battle on the telephone, aren't you? Sure. Anything else you can tell me that would help? Help send Mr. Vale to the chair? Maybe. Not a chance, Faraday. I told you about the fight, but that was my duty. I don't know anything else. Except that Mr. Vale is a pretty swell guy. <laughs> Oh, what is it, Blackie? What have you found out? Uh, you remember when I left you last night after we were at the trucking office? Yeah, yeah. You said you wanted to ask some questions around the neighborhood. Well, I asked them, uh-huh. and I got some answers. Oh? There's an all-night coffee shop across the street from the garage, yeah. and the counterman noticed a car parked in front of the office just about the time of the fire. What? Uh, your car? No, no. Another one. And he had the license number. He did? Mm-hmm. Uh, I waited until the license bureau opened this morning, and I found out who owned the car. The man who set the fire, Blackie? <laughs> It wasn't a man at all, Mary. It was a girl. Oh, no. A girl named Norma Taylor. A girl? Uh-huh. I just called Faraday, but he's out. Oh. So I'll be able to get into to see Vale. Mm-hmm. After that, I'm going to find that girl and the answer to this case. Think, Vale. Think. I can't. Who could have killed your partner, and why? I don't know, Blackie. I can't think. I can't do anything here in jail. Just one possible reason. What's that? The cop had charge of all the shipments. Now, maybe that means something. Now, wait a minute. Suppose he used your trucks to transport stolen merchandise out of the state. Then he held out on the men who stole it. They'd bump him, sure, and try to frame you. Hey. My boy, I think I've got something. Yeah, what is it? What characters did he run around with? Oh, he didn't run around with nobody. He didn't do nothing unusual, except mark $10 bills. What do you mean, mark them? Oh, you know, with his initials, he always put his initials on two-pound bills, and then he'd look to see if he ever got any back. Oh, he did, huh? Well, I've got a little... Oh, there you are, Blackie. Now, didn't I tell you you couldn't see Vale, didn't I? I don't recall. My memory's bad. Almost as bad as your judgment. Uh, You talked Matthews into letting you in here, didn't you? Uh, Well, I'm walking you right out of here. Don't bother. So long, Inspector. Sorry that our conversation was so short. Hello, I'm... Okay, What's with you? Yeah, well, I came up here to talk to you uh, about a car. Thank you. I uh, got a car, pretty boy. And a boyfriend who won't like you pushing your way in here. He's tough, is he? The toughest. Ever hear of Danny Kyler? Not till now, which surprisingly enough has been all right with me. He drive your car last night? 
Maybe. Who are you? The law? You're not even close. Where's Danny? If you must know. He's out looking for a mink coat for me. Uh, how do you think I'll look in mink? It couldn't improve you a bit. Oh. Well, there are two ways to take that. Who are you, anyhow? Just a fella. Where's Danny getting the dough to buy that coat? Uh, where do you think my brains would be if I answered that? Honey, you've lived all these years without finding out where your brains are. How do you expect a total stranger to discover them for Boy, you? Keep happy, Blondie. I'm not staying any longer. Well, that's be fine. Oh, uh, you never did tell me how you think I'd look in me. If I were you, I'd start worrying about how your boyfriend will look in stripes. <laughs> Mink-minded, but good, Mary. Mm-hmm. Tell her the coat you have is hot. Or when she goes to her boyfriend for the money, he'll be suspicious of the price. What's all this for, Blackie? For a hunch. Now, there's the phone. You have Norma Taylor's number. Get on that phone and make it good. Oh, better sell my mink coat for a third of what it's worth. <laughs> and I've got to sound like I'm happy about it. <laughs> Just so you can see if the money I get is Mr. Cobb's initials on it. Honestly, the things you ask me to do, Blackie. Well, if it's the money oh. I think it is. It proves Kyla took it from Cobb's safe. It ties him in with a murder. Mm. Well, you know you love helping me on cases. Well, sure, but I also love that mink of mine. And if anything... Hello? Hello, um, is Danny Kyler there? Uh, not so you could know. Who's this? A gal who's supposed to contact him about a mink coat. Oh? I got one, a good one. I'll let it go for 1500 in small bills before it burns the box it's in. Oh, it's hot, huh? Yep. Suppose you bring Danny over to look at it tonight. Oh, I'll do that, and, uh, see. What? Take the coat out of the box and hang it up. I don't want my mink to be all creased. You want the money in tens and twenties, Skylar? Yeah. Why? Well, I'll tell you, Mr. Roberts, I gotta buy something. No? There's something special. You see, I got a girl. Yes, I know. You talk too much to that girl sometimes. Ah, not no more. See, I want my girl to like me, and she wants a mink coat, so I gotta get her a mink coat. Why the small bills, then? Well, the, uh, coat isn't exactly legit, Mr. Roberts. It's a trifle hot. You know, kind of lukewarm. So I've been around asking about coats for Norma, and some dame calls her and says she's got one, so... So she wants small bills. Yeah, you can't can't blame the dame, can you? Uh, I guess we can take care of that all right, Adam. Well, Just move to one side while I open this safe. You know, I don't uh, like to seem like I'm... All right. Move on. Dropped a lot of it out of the garage safe just before I set that fire. Did you do? Oh, fortunately, the money isn't small bills. You won't have to go to any bank. Fifteen hundred you wanted, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, fifteen hundred. Boy, is Norma, baby. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Thanks, that Norma, from me. Okay, sweetie. Well, then, twenties like that. Yeah. How about this, then? Pretty cold, ain't it? Yeah, sure. Look, I give you the money, oh. you give it to this doll now. Come on, let's take a uh, just, uh, just a minute, please. Huh? Queer, it's all good dough. Oh, it's very good dough. Just what a friend of mine was looking for. Blackie! Huh? Hey, what oh, is she? Hey, that's the guy who... Oh, who is oh. in your apartment today? Yeah, and Blackie, every one of the $10 bills in this stack is marked with the initials E.C. Bourbon Cobb. Uh-huh. Wow, that's what I wanted to know, Kyla. Where'd you get this money? 
Come on, Norma, let's get yeah, out of here. Oh, oh, no, 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 wait a minute. Oh, he's handled that down, Larry. Don't let it get out. Take care of this monster. How you doing, Mary? Very well for an amateur at this sort of thing. Look out, Jason, be careful with that. All right, all right, come on, break it up. Come on, get away, Miss Taylor. You can stop struggling. All right, break it up. Your boyfriend is out cold. When he wakes up, we'll, uh, we'll find out who was working with him. All because when Irwin Cobb marked his money, he also marked his murderer. Take it easy, Faraday. I'll put this lock open in a minute and you can grab your friend Roberts. I'd rather grab you. Right around the throat. Hurry up with that door. Take it easy. Roberts doesn't know I grabbed Kyla for you and that Kyla talked and told us where to find his boss. Now work more and talk less. Come on, Blackie. That's it, Inspector. Okay, Roberts. You're under arrest. What? What's the meaning? There you are, Roberts. I'm a police officer, Faraday of Homicide. You're coming with me. Coming with you? Why? What for? What have I done? Uh, you know a fellow named Kyla, Danny Kyla? I know. No. He told us where to find you. Told us he worked for you. Told us he saw you kill Owen Cobb because... Cobb held out money on you. And you ordered him to crack Cobb's safe. He knew a lot for a total stranger, didn't he? Well, Tyler thought, huh? Well, you... Don't forget it, let's drop it. to get it out. Oh, my hand! Too oh. bad. Your hand's good, isn't it, Roberts? <laughs> and by the way, so are you. Well, Blackie... I've still got my fur coat. And you also have Faraday's congratulations, Mary. You really did a lot to break this case. Ooh, seen me duty and I done it. <laughs> Nicely. <laughs> you see, it was my theory that Irwin Cobb would mark the money he held out on Robertson Tyler just as he marked every $10 bill that came to him. Well, your friend John Vale gets an assist on that, Black. Yes, he does. It was he who told me about Cobb's funny habit. I knew Kylo would have to be paid for setting that fire in the garage, and I was hoping it was small bills he'd be paid with. Mm-hmm. I guess we're pretty slick, don't you think, Mary? Oh, we're the slickest. <laughs> well, Mr. Cobb got was coming to him for handling illegal merchandise, didn't he? I suppose so. We know that Roberts and Kyla picked up stolen goods, and Cobb sent it out of the state on his trucks. But he collected for it and held out on Roberts and Kyla. And so he was killed. That's right. He was called a corpse. His partner was called a killer. And we can call it a night. (laughs) 